You're listening to the Pinball Podcast Location Feature Series. Today, I'm joined by Debbie Corson-Smith from Ugly Gold Couch in Boise, Idaho. Hey, Debbie, how's it going? Hey, it's going okay. Um, what are we on? Number seven of over a hundred degrees here. I believe it's something <laughs> oh like that. Oh my gosh! But we can't it's complain. Absolutely I know crazy. It's, yeah, it's not as bad as uh, coastal areas got on the west coast, but it's still painful. Yeah, it sounds it. Um, I'm lucky in a lot of ways to have left Portland when I did, and seeing that, I don't know how I would have managed in in that heat. So I hope that you're staying safe and cool right now. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> Good. So I actually haven't made it out to Boise yet at all, um, let alone to Ugly Gold Couch. Tell me a little bit about what your favorite elements or most unique things about your particular location are. Well, I guess I have to start with the name, right? Why would we call our little underground pinball clubhouse Ugly Gold Couch? We didn't want to just call it a clubhouse because when we first moved in a little over two years ago, it was kind of a, oh, our friends had this space and the previous business kind of abandoned it. And if you move out all the crap, you can have it at a good deal. So we went in there and we start moving out all the crap and ta-da, just like sunbeams landed on this ugly gold velveteen couch. It was left behind. And we're like, we're keeping it, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's your new mascot. Oh, God. It's hideous. Yeah, we're keeping this thing. And it happened to be right in front of a green screen. So that's oh. kind of an extra layer of fun with the ugly gold couch. And when people come in to play in groups, like for parties or a team building event, I'll just say, hey, everybody pile on the couch and I'll take some photos and then I'll ask them what their favorite pinball games were. And I'll go around and take some backlash shots and do some fun things with the green screen. And they really like that memento. That's very cool. I like that added element to it. So do you mostly do, um, you know, private events and things like that there? We we have been for the past year because we were playing pandemic pinball, which meant that we only could do private events and, you know, bubble yeah. pinball groups of families and work cohorts and people like that. And we were keeping our capacity really low, like 10 or less for those events. Just over the past month, of course, we've really opened things up and we had a couple of, you know, weekly nights where we do open the doors and let anybody come in with some optional tournaments. We're starting our July league series and we're doing a couple more events on the weekends, along with sprinkling in those private bookings, mainly focusing on those for the week weekdays at night, early evening. Nice. So what would you say is um, the most underrated game that you have at your location, which is the least requested for those background shots on the couch? Well, nobody ever requests these games, but I'm going to give you two here because I want to have an EM and a solid state. So for EMs, I tell people to play Spanish eyes because, you know, hey, we've seen that pop up on the banks at the big tournaments and people are kind of dismissive of it. But, hey, it's a lot of fun with that bumper right there between the flippers. It surprises people, especially when they're new to pinball. And I tell them this is also a really good game to learn how to nudge just right. And you have that ball in play for a really long time. And on the solid states, I would say Monopoly. And that's mainly because I used to dismiss it. 
but everybody understands it. It's a great theme. I like the shout outs. I like the music. I like the fact that people who just step up and play it can make some of those ramp shots. And then once you start really looking at the game, you realize for as old as it is, it has a pretty deep rule set. And uh, that makes it extra fun. And and it's surprising once you learn that about Monopoly. And there's those little Easter egg tricks that you can play, you know, when you start it up with the flippers and all that fun, you know, secret stuff about the game, I think makes it really special. I love the little screen in there too, that'll give you a little frowny face if you tilt and things like that. So. Yeah. yeah, all the all the fun little little elements that they throw into the machine that a lot of people walk by it, but it actually has a lot going on. We had one for a while and it's just a really fun game. Yeah, yeah. What's uh, what's one game that you would love to have at Ugly Gold Couch that you've never had there before? I can't believe you're asking me about one game. What planet are one you game. on? Are you, a, are you a pinball crazy person? Because I'm asking I, you a single I'm question. Not- I'm going to be able to just give you one. I'm going to group it for you. Oh, first okay. off, we want we want all the Elvira games. Mm-hmm. But we only recently just picked up one, Party Monsters. So we'd like to get okay. the rest just because. Uh, we would like to add Adam's Family, Creature from the Black Lagoon, and T2. Not because we want to play them. It's because when people walk in the door at our clubhouse, those are the top three games. They say, oh, hey, do you have these games? And that's because (laughs) those games were so readily available on location, whether it was a pizza shop or a gas station or a KOA campground. And people would like to play that for reasons of nostalgia. And we want to serve that because we understand how that feels about pinball. Personal wish list. I would like to get my hands on the pinball machine 24, which is a game I would walk by all the time at the pinball shows. We don't have one Mm -hmm. here in town at all. And then I finally played it and I loved it. I I, I loved it it so so much. I love the game. And I just recently played it again. I, I went to the pinball hall of fame in Las Vegas in late April, the week that they were moving in and still moving the machines in. And I found that 24 (laughs) game. That's all I played. (laughs) There's 400 machines in there. And that's the only one I played. So if I could find one, it would be nice to have it live at our clubhouse. That's awesome. That's the first place I played 24 was at the pinball hall of fame, actually. So I'd never seen it before there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I knew people who told me like, oh, it's not a great game, but there's, there's so they many did? multi-balls and fun. Yeah. The, I think a lot of people are down on it. I think that might be one of those games that counted as an underrated if you got it there. But I think once you play it, you realize it's just a fun game to shoot on. Yeah. And that's the hard judgment factor there. Because for me, I dismissed it because of the theme. Okay, fine. Lazy. It's a TV series. And, and you just have to play a game. You really, it, themes aren't everything. And that's what you learn when you really get into pinball. You may think that that theme is everything you want, but you play the game. It's not so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like unlicensed themes and I wish that there were more of them in modern game releases. Yes. But, that would be um, awesome. Yeah. We'll see if that uh, if that comes to fruition at any point. But I really love kind of that glut of like space themed games or, you know, card themed games or just like, you know, weird mystic type things that people could go crazy with art and stuff and just have a fun time with, you know, focusing on the gameplay and then do some cool artistic stuff on the machine and not worry about adhering to a license. So maybe. Yeah. And I like that original art. The original yeah. art is so key to me and my appreciation of pinball rather than just, you know, okay, there's a bunch of movie 
characters and comic book characters. And I appreciate those games too, but it is the original art. I mean, don't even get me started. If there's a pinball machine with pointy people on it, I buy it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. You gotta love it. I gotta have all the pointy again. people. I got Doodlebug and a couple others. <laughs> Go uh, Capersville. Yeah, Cape. Yeah, oh, but- yeah, that'd be a good pointy people game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that was a good one that we had when we did um, like house ball leagues in Seattle um, during the Bally Masters tournament. It was an outdoor kind of pin golf situation. They always had a Capersville. So that's, that's my, great. That's my and favorite. And I always play that one person. at shows. Yeah, I wish I had access to that one here in my area on a regular basis. So speaking of access in your area, what's your favorite place to play pinball that's not Ugly Gold Couch? See, and that's really tough because we live in pinball drought land. And I know when I spoke to you years ago and, you know, you were telling me and other people were telling me, you just got to open your own pinball place. Yep. And we just didn't <laughs> believe it. And then we did it. <laughs> and it. It's made all the difference. Okay. So uh, we have a lot of one-offs. So you can stop into a bar and play a machine right? Or maybe they'll have two machines. And there's a couple of pizza places that have two or three machines. Uh, But there are no arcades or anything around here that have a bank of machines, except for one place called the Space Bar in downtown Boise. And I do like to play there. I think they have eight or nine pinball machines and a lot of arcade games, but it is a bar and I don't get to stay up late that much because I have to get up really early to go to work. And then my second uh, favorite place to play is Woodland Empire Ale House. That's a brewery. So it is open more in the daytimes. And one of our pinball friends is the operator of about five machines there, including new ones like Rick and Morty, which is really fun to have access and be able to play that. And that's about nice. all we have in Boise in our whole area. <laughs> that, so your that's choice it. is kind of made for you. It is. There's one little little town, you know, maybe about 40 minutes away in a very small arcade with a lot of Japanese arcade games in there and about four pinball machines. So there's another opportunity. There's just not much out there around here. Right. Well, that's where you come in. You're filling a that's void. That's what we did. Yeah. <laughs> we decided to start collecting machines and we opened the clubhouse. You know, it's private. It's a private collection. And um, it, it's kind of started with a friend of ours. And then we, you just can't get a collection of games instantly. So this has taken years, right? It, more than two right. years that we opened, right? But we are up to just over a hundred games in our collection. We can only fit about 50 in our current location and (laughs) we will be moving um, by the end of October. So we're scoping out uh, possible locations here over the next couple of weeks so we can offer more to share with the public. So you're bringing the couch with you, right? Well, we haven't decided yet. We're kind of emotionally (laughs) attached to it, but it's hideous and it's gross. (laughs) Yeah. And maybe you want to leave it. it for for the next tenant to be, maybe, uh, you know, maybe somebody else it. needs to have that couch. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. All right, I'm switching gears slightly. So this this series is very much like let's talk about your location, but also getting to know the people who are behind them. So when you said I'm asking you one off, like for a one thing, this is yeah. all one thing. So yeah, I got this part. I can do better now. I promise. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> It's, I think this is the, it's a hard thing for people to pinpoint one because there's a lot of conditions and I understand it. So it's very, it's very 
lax on rules with this, but uh, Debbie, what is your favorite song ever that you will just never get tired of hearing that song? Ever, ever get tired of it? Like I'm going to keep playing it over and over and over and over again. <laughs> okay. You don't have to have it on constant repeat, but every time it comes no. on. Here comes. Don't stop me now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I won't play any more of it in the background there lightly because you'll probably get in trouble by the ASCAP right? people. <laughs> That's a great choice. But, but I'm in radio, so I have permission to play a little bit of it there for you. Perfect. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, I have friends who are just waiting for, they want that machine. They want a queen machine. I know. They want, you know, they are just like, it's time. Let's go. It is. Um, it is. That would be a great one. <laughs> that would be great. Um, favorite beverage? Coffee. Coffee. It's coffee. Black. It's coffee. Oh, it's coffee. Uh, no, I like to have a little cream in my coffee, but I must have it to get myself going in the morning because I, I need to be to work at 4 a.m. and I have to I have to be able to speak in full sentences by 6. So <laughs> I depend on about, I'm usually at like four or five cups of coffee by then. Uh, Is so there a, a particular particular blend or a place you get it from or I wish there was some place that was open at four o'clock in the morning I drive by a Starbucks and they're never open at four so I have to bring it from home and I just use a blend that we pick up at Costco that's how fancy nice. I am I like it keeping it simple accessible mm -hmm. um for people who've maybe never been to Boise or who are coming to the area and want to get a little local flavor, what's your favorite restaurant? That is Fork, which is all-American cuisine in downtown Boise. We did recently have a player stop by our clubhouse on a road trip. That was Zoe. <laughs> oh, yeah? Zoe Vrabel. Yeah, she came by and I told her to go eat at Fork. So that is a wonderful downtown restaurant and it's been there for about 15 years. My favorite. Nice. Uh, favorite action movie? I have no good answer here because I'm not an action movie fan and I do not go to the movies and I don't sit down and watch <laughs> movies. I'm sitting down to talk to you. This is like the longest time I've been sitting down yet today. Well, I appreciate that. Giving you a little rest. What's yeah. your genre? For movies? Yeah, I, if you I, were I, to. I don't even watch movies. Um, the last movie I watched was a Barbie movie. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. All right. Okay. Favorite action movie, Barbie movie. Got it. Check. Um, favorite visual artist. It could be pinball based or non pinball based. A visual artist. Yeah. Well, if you're just talking about artwork, my favorite artwork is all over my house and it was made by my neighbor, my next door neighbor, his name. Um, really? Yeah. <laughs> His name was Dennis Helpy. He passed away several years ago, but he was a very talented artist and he did some original pieces just for our home. And I, I love it that they're here, that he did them just for us, and that his work is all over the Northwest. It's displayed all over in Seattle and public buildings. And I feel really special to have that in my house. That's awesome. What's his style? Uh, mostly abstract. Nice. I love it. It has a pinball vibe. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Was he a pinball player? Nope. He didn't ever even come over and play our machines, although his his wife, who is still alive, does play. Oh, that's interesting. Does she see the connection in his work as well? Does she get that vibe from it? I think so. Yeah, especially on some of when I mentioned pointy people earlier. 
That's exactly some of his work. Nice. Oh, that's fantastic. That's you guys are very lucky to be able to have, you know, that access and pieces that are just for you. Yeah. Nobody else has them. It's not just a poster or anything like that. So we we're just really appreciative of it. That's very cool. Um, if you're going to get out of town for the day, Debbie, what's your favorite road trip destination? Well, I wish we could go to the Oregon coast again. You know, we kind of crave that touching our toes into the ocean over here in landlocked Boise, Idaho. Uh, but yeah. it's been a while since we've had time to take that kind of a trip. Uh, if we do, it's about nine hours or so to drive straight. But of yep. course, we stop along the way because there's a lot of charming places to visit along the way. And your stops in Portland and Bend, Oregon is also really special to us. Yeah. I mean, Oregon's just so beautiful all the way around. Yep. And the coast in Oregon is different than the coast in any other place. It's just oh, yes. very unique. Yeah. All right. I have one last question for you. And this is very important. Yes. How many pinballs? Can you fit into a 1953 Dodge and bumper car? All right. I can only find one that was teal colored for comparison on the internet. So I'm going to guess 37,533. Great. That's perfect. (laughs) Thank you, Debbie, so much. Um, Thanks for all these fun questions today. This has been great. Of course. It's nice to be able to connect with friends that we haven't been able to see for a long time and hopefully connect them with other people who are getting out and about and traveling to play some pinball. So if you happen to be um, in Boise or looking for a fun place to go visit, you can go visit Ugly Gold Couch. You can find them online, um, Facebook and Instagram under Ugly Gold Couch. You can find them at IdahoPinballMuseum.com. They do private events, tournaments, team building, general play, at least once a weekend um, and donation at the door, a minimum of $5 per person. All the machines are set to free play, which is amazing because you heard how many great machines they have there. Yeah. So- that makes it so fun because you can practice and you don't feel like you're losing anything. Yeah. Um, and the address uh, for everyone's reference is 4688 West Chinden in Garden City near Boise in Idaho. Anything else, Debbie, to add for uh, location information before we sign off for the day? No, but when are we going to meet in person and start hugging again? I hope it's soon. I hope so. I'm looking forward to the return of the uh, Northwest Pinball Show in Tacoma. That would be a nice reunion spot for us. Okay. It's on our list. I hope to see you there. Perfect. Thanks so much, Debbie. We appreciate your time. All right. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye.